Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are less than a week away from early signing day. Ben Spicer, Michael Langston coming your way here on War Chant TV for another live recruiting chat. We'll be taking your questions, talking Florida State football recruiting and more. Uh, had some big news today, Michael. Uh, why don't you go ahead and jump into it for those that may not have heard uh, what's going on in the recruiting world? Yeah, obviously, you know, some bad news just on, on the recruiting front of um, five-star defensive lineman Armando Blunt. You know, he's he's decided to opted to reschedule his or not reschedule, but opt uh, change up his plans as far as visiting. He's going to take an official visit to Miami. That's where I kind of lean. That's what I was kind of waiting for. FSU felt like uh, he was going to be in this weekend. I think they've they've tried and, and worked, but he's going to go to Miami. That's I think uh, I think a, a flip is pretty likely, you know, to Miami. Uh, let's just get that out of the way. I know there's going to be a lot of questions about it. Um you know, I've heard there's a nice get a nice little boost in, in NIL with that. But FSU's FSU's NIL, I think with that or or the, the battles in was was still very good. Um but like I said, when you're doing all this pulling, a lot of people pulling him in different directions. Um that's kind of where I sit. Now we'll see, you know, how it shakes out. Uh if he actually shows there or, or whatnot, uh, you know, or, or not, or something changes again where he where he decides to come to FSU, we'll see. But um overall um results of the results and uh, that's something that uh fsu has to do better at as far as high school recruiting and defensive line recruiting um that's something that we've saw them do really good in the in the portal and and certainly this is a big win for fsu when they got him to flip back over to fsu but at the same time uh that's something that that needs to improve for them going forward now obviously there's a lot of factors still that you know, we have to let this uh, everything process work its way out where, you know, I think they're very, very involved. In, and I think there's a, a, a really realistic chance that FSU could get LJ McCray, a five-star defense lineman from mainland um, on that. From what I'm hearing, guys, you know, and this is kind of what I've been consistent with. I've heard that it's mainly FSU and Auburn and that it's not likely that he – sticks with Florida. I haven't heard anything that feel to give me an indication they feel he sticks with him. And I would say that based on the intel I got, it's more likely FSU than it is Auburn, at least as of tonight. Now that a lot could change over the weekend. I don't know, but um, that's kind of the feel I get uh, for that recruitment. I know another one that FSU fans are waiting on is five-star plus wide receiver Jeremiah Smith. I continue to hear positive things uh you know a confidence of 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 fsu and and 
it's getting more where I'm hearing from more contacts of the confidence with FSU and Jeremiah Smith. So if they were able to pull that off, it doesn't make up for, you know, if you don't get blunt, but that's kind of what I'm hearing as far as some nuggets around those recruitments. I think, um, I think Jeremiah is very sold on, on what FSU does as far as in the offense. Uh, I was told that the visit was, they nailed everything. And then as the, post stuff got went on i heard a little more um you know some different people not the same people but just different people of you know fsu having a, a realistic you know shot to get there it's not completely done until he whatever he does it on the 20th but um so far you know so good based on what i'm hearing about um on jeremiah is positive uh for fsu at this stage uh, i think those are the main ones i think uh Three-star defensive tackle, Denos White. I've already covered him. I think FSU is in in, in very good position uh, for that one. I think, uh, you know, they look really solid. Everything's you know, seems to be uh, t- pointing towards FSU from everything I've gathered. Um, outside of that, for high school, I think that's really uh, – there's not too many guys I've heard outside of LJ McCray and Jeremiah Smith that I think they're locked in or focused on. Um so I think most of the rest of the stuff will probably be portal stuff um, and, and then go from there. But uh, I, I'll let the questions, people ask their questions in the portal. And then later, you know, I'll, I'll give a few nuggets on just, uh, you know, what I'm, I'm getting from the portal. But that's kind of where we're at in, in the high school market of where things stand. Yeah, we'll talk uh, largely about the high school game here in the first little bit of the show uh, since yeah. the early signing day is coming up. Uh, a lot of people are concerned, and, and I think rightfully so, Michael. Uh, NK says, still haven't landed a single elite trench recruit with this staff, not one. Man, no excuses. You either get the kid or you don't. Do you think something's going on with that? Is there a concern? I mean, obviously there's a concern, but uh, what's kind of your perspective on that? Yeah, I mean, in the day, I mean, if PK's right or NK's right, I couldn't read your, your name there, uh, NK, but NK's right that the results matter, you know, and you have to get the guys. It doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter what happened or, hey, they're from South Florida and there's a lot of pressure to stay home. It doesn't matter. It's like you have to get the guys in there. I mean, that's that's what your job is, you know, whether it's, you know, Coach Odell or Coach JP, I mean, that's their job to get the guys in there. Now they've done really good with what they've done, the portal. And I will say this to be fair, when they're there, the development is off the chain, all that stuff. It's fantastic. When they get the players in there, the development is, is there's no argument, but I agree with NK that you have to, it comes down to results and it's just like it's results based, you know, uh, business of uh, when you win on the field, when they go 13 and 0, um, you know, especially when you're 13 and 0, that shouldn't happen. So you, you should, whatever you got to do to find a way, get it done. And I know there's certain things that out of their control where certain NIL packages are fit more would have recruited and uh, that over others. But at the end of the day, you got to get the job done. And that's probably something that, you know, uh, you know, coach Norvell and, and the staff had to address of, of where they go forward of, of what's not working and, and, and they have to get it done. And uh, now, I will say this, we still have to wait for all this stuff to happen out because if you you add a LJ McCray, which I think he's more of a defensive tackle, and then you, let's say you add like two or three really good defensive ends from the portal, which is very possible, um, I think that kind of, you, you fill the gap of what you had there. 
you know, and you add more to the defensive, you know, tackle position, but it's still, you don't ignore kind of what the results are. You still have to something you have to address going forward that there needs to be something done, um, you know, and, and there needs to be something addressed, like something that's not working, whatever, whatever you're doing. And, and certainly it's, uh, I think, something they have to look into. Is there anything specific, uh, Dr. Beast, wondering, what do you think maybe the main factor that prevents us from winning the five-star recruit store rivals? Is it just our staff being worse or less aggressive at recruiting? Is it just a kid's preference? I mean, I know Armando's from the Miami area. I don't know if that plays a factor. A lot of people think it's NIL. Probably is. Uh, but is there any specific thing, looking back, maybe since Norville has came here, that you can turn to or look to? I don't think it's anything like – specifically NIL of the value of what FSU's uh you know FSU NIL is doing I think they're doing all the right things I think it's more just stuff I've mentioned before like Odell is on there he's up there in age that we can't argue that that's just what it is that that people are going to use that against him that hey you're not going to be there for his career they know what Odell does as a developer, and it's certainly not effort or, or, or time or energy or what they're putting in recruiting. I think that plays into it, but it's just also each one of these things are individually different. You know, as far as, you know, some kids are more NIL centric or, or stuff that maybe a, a package in there for the, you know, the, the player is is just it, it catches their attention more. And some of it's just, hey, there's a lot of pressure of of staying home and, and being there. Cause there's a lot of people I've heard around, you know, Armando that, you know, are, are pushing to get him to stay, you know, closer to home. And that's, that plays in the part of, but as I said, results are results. It doesn't matter what the reasons are, but it's something that they, something uh, they definitely have to address and look into, you know, for the future of, of what's not working. And um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the main thing. You know, it's like, is there a certain thing I can pinpoint? I know people ask them on the board, like, hey, is there something where, no, it's like they're developing players are 13 and zero. their defensive line was a, a, a big time strength that showed up in the ACC title game and most of the season. So no, there's, there's nothing they're not doing product wise. It's just something's not resonating with the message to finish the job. Now they did get a commitment from him. So there's obviously they did something to, win his attention uh, as far as the development and the culture and all that stuff inside the program. But at the end of the day, you know, we live in a, a world of, of results and I'm the same way where you got to have results and we're getting that from the portal, but you need to see that consistently, not just with defensive tackle, but just overall the defensive end room. I mean, that's, that's something that consistently needs to, you know, keep evolving and getting better. And, and, um, you solve this dilemma of, of, you know, getting top high school defensive ends and top high school defensive tackles. So really it's something that you know, I think coach uh, has to just look into and uh, go from there. But I don't think there's like something you can just point your finger to, except for the, you know, the thing they can use against, uh, you know, Odell, or, or how long he's going to be there or with JP that, you know, maybe he hasn't put ton of guy defensive ends outside of the guys that they got from the portal and they develop. But what they can highlight is their development. So, Outside of that, I, I don't think there's anything you can um, you can really just pinpoint that. Oh, it's going wrong there, certain there. I think Norma would have a, a a more of a pulse on that than I would. 
I was going to come into the show and be positive. This was before I read the, the news about Armando. And again, it's not official. You never know. Things can change. Uh, and you guys know I'm an optimistic guy. Obviously, I have the Pistons jacket on. Uh, so if I'm wearing that after after as terrible as they've been, I'm obviously optimistic. So I made this graphic that I wanted to share. Again, bear in mind, this was before the Armando news. Uh, this is recruiting rankings under Mike Norvell per on three. And you can see a top four class. Uh, so I guess a big picture question for you, Michael, would be assuming Armando does flip to Miami, what does that do to Florida State's class? It would still be top 10, I would imagine, if they were able to get everyone else that they still have at this point in time, right? Yeah, I would say it's around the seven or eight mark. Um, I would think uh, that's kind of where they were at before they got Armando. Um, and and I, I cater in this thing is you get somebody like Jeremiah Smith. Jeremiah is the number one player in the country. So that's going to balloon them right back up to that spot. If you add an LJ McRae, that's going to balloon you even higher. So probably to three or two. So keep that in mind that, yeah, there's that that is there. But there's also other guys still left in the picture that we have to wait and see of how the how it unfolds. And like I said, I've shared some things on those recruitments, uh, you know, where I'm at. But um, but overall, yeah, that's kind of where they would sit. Some people are pessimistic, and I mean, you can understand that, but if you were to talk to this fan, badge, fan base and try and kind of talk them down off the ledge, what would you say to them at this point in time? I mean, there's a long time to go before the season. A lot of things can change. We've seen Mike Norvell prove himself time and time again over these last couple of years, so what's your message to the fan base at this point in time, those that are being a little negative? I, I can't uh, say anything bad to them. I understand why they're pissed, and then I pointed out, the shortcoming. So I'm not going to do anything to cheer them up. I'll just say like, it's a really strong class, you know, as far as what they have, even without Armando Blunt, it's still a strong class. Now uh, you do have a big visitor in, in KJ bone. You want to solidify and get done, which I feel confident. They will feel pretty good that, you know, that he will be in that class. You add in Charles Lester and all the guys that they have at that, you know, that DB position. And then the class in general is, is really strong. So you know, and that's the thing. And two, you have very good developers on the staff. So you're going to get talented players, whether that you have to go heavy, more heavy than you expected in the portal. That's whatever. FSU's proved what they can get. So that's not going to be a problem. Another, I, I, I address the things that are, uh, I feel like that certainly needs to be pointed out and, and improved on. But overall, you know, not everyone has great developers on their staff. A lot of people have good recruiters, but the coaching's very suspect. Miami, for instance, uh, certainly very suspect in that in those categories of both coaching and development. But I think overall, you can't lose sight of what class you already have, you know, and, and what you can potentially add to the class, both portal and high school. So that's the thing I would tell them is is what you have and what you already have. So relax. Don't over overthink the stuff of what's going to do and let's see how this unfolds. And like I said, I feel if everything goes the way, at least I'm hearing already at this point, I think it'll be a, a solid close. And, and just to build off that optimism again, like I said, guys, I'm going to be positive here on the show tonight. I uh, understand your concerns. I understand your grievances, but I think to your point, Michael, you would rather have someone, a, a coaching staff that widely can develop talent as opposed to get in, all those big name guys, because you look at those five star lists over the years and half those kids 
oftentimes don't pan out, maybe not half, but a good percentage of them don't pan out. So I think you'd rather have a staff that develops talent uh, as opposed to the guys who are getting those big names that are five stars, you know? Oh, absolutely. I, I'd rather have developers. I, I won't, I, you want some great recruiters. You want elite recruiters. And I know that moves the needle with people. Um, but at the end of the day, it's what your product is on the field. Like it's what you do on the field. You don't get recruiting awards. You get, you get, title awards for you winning you know fsu got an acc championship you know you don't get a championship for recruiting miami's had top classes non-stop you know leonard williams had an uh is a great talent he was a five-star what did they show for it nothing they have no victories over fsu that i can remember maybe he did as a freshman i don't know but overall you don't have a lot to show for it and what you show for it is what your product is you know in the day that's what it's about you know so yeah, recruiting is very essential. You know, it's very essential where you want to stop and you want to be able to develop them at the pace that you want to. And getting talent is important. But as Jimbo Fisher shown with Texas A&M, Miami shown it at, you know, at Miami with, with their teams, that doesn't guarantee or equal that you're going to be good. I'd rather have – I'd love to have the mixture between the both. But I, I, if I'm picking one, I want somebody that's going to develop the talent. That's going to mean more. That's going to affect more with – you know future play future teams and future players and and future teams so at the end of the day that's what i look at you know but uh i totally understand you know people being upset and down but overall uh, i think you can't miss the point of what they already have in this class too you can't just like okay blunt's flipping so you know life's over and you know forget the rest of the class like i mean it's a great class as far as what they and too as i point out all the time, you know, last two years, FSU has been phenomenal in the portal, and I don't, I don't think that's going to change. I think they're going to get some really good talent that comes in, and and overall, once you get the talent in there, you just got to develop them. And then I just think people just need to let it play out and let let the staff do their job, let them see what they come up with, get who they get, and then uh, uh, go from there. But you can bitch and whine once it's over, but it hasn't. You know, we're not to that stage. You know, I know everyone's kind of. Debbie Downer, like they're not going to get this guy. They're not going to get this guy or we're going to get this guy. It's like, I think the problem is you have to focus on the whole totality of, of, of the program, not just, uh, Hey, you lost a five-star, you know, you got to focus on what's going to finish out, how it's going to finish out and what portal additions you get. Long ways away, guys, deep breaths. We're going to be okay. Uh, Brett asked nicely. So we're going to go to his question. He says, give us an update on high school linebackers and offensive line recruiting, please. Well, there's not much to share on linebacker high school recruiting, um, Porter recruiting. I know that's going to be something that they very much target, uh, Brett. I, I do believe I will have some names on that in the next day or so. Um, I was told, uh, you know, I think they're probably going to take two at this point at, at linebacker. Um, offensive line recruiting, we've already covered that. They, all their guys are committed at this point. I don't, I think they're going to take two portal kids, uh, probably an offensive tackle and a center. I feel good that they will execute that plan where they will get two guys that you are know, pretty high value as far as in their eyes and in the market and how they fit in FSU. But that's kind of where we sit, Brad, of, of kind of, you know, those two positions. Again, I will have more names on the offensive line. I know you're certainly going to be – more to add in there. I think former five-star LT Overton is a guy on defensive line that I think is a possibility for FSU to get an official visit. Um, he's visiting Alabama this weekend, but 
I think that's a guy I'm keeping an eye on that I've heard, you know, there's a likelihood that he does visit. So just give it a little time, Brett, and I'll get you some names as far as the portal with linebacker and, and offensive line recruiting. But as far as the high school recruiting, I think they're they're pretty set or, or they're, they're set of probably what they're going to get at least right now. Um, at least what I know now, Brett, as far as high school. Vitus asks, I, I don't think we brought it up just yet. I, he said, I missed it if we've already mentioned. Sorry if this is redundant. Do we keep KJ or are we looking at Keldrick Falk part two? I think they keep KJ, uh, KJ um, not Keldrick because Keldrick's already at Auburn, but I, I do think they keep KJ. I feel pretty good about that going into the visit. I don't think um, – I think it's mainly FSU and Georgia, not so much Auburn. I think they've kind of slipped a little based on the intel I got um, both in the afternoon and this evening. That's kind of the, the feedback I get. But I do feel like – you know, I do feel KJ, um, you know, it's likely for FSU. JC Marr uh, makes a statement, doesn't have a question, and I'm interested if you agree with this uh, to an extent maybe. With the current climate, having a hard time seeing high school recruiting being as important as the portal now, it still obviously has some importance, but do you uh, agree with what JC Marr is saying there? I think it's more evening out, JC, of both of them having very strong value. I think it depends on your position and how what guys you have at that position uh, as far as the vitalness. I mean, I think if you – Certainly, if you have a key hole in there, like with FSU at the edge, there's a key hole there. So certainly, when you add portal, it's more important uh, than just landing a high school kid defensive end because that likelihood of that guy playing and impacting your team is not going to be there. So I, I think it's really close, closer to 50-50 with how much the value is. But I think value is in both of them. Obviously, impact-wise, yeah, definitely, JC, it would be portal is more important. Uh, but if you're talking about putting in the night, nice cycle that you have with the room, um, having the guys that you want in there, I think that's that's where the vitalness of high school recruiting pops in. We'll go to Tomcat's question, then we'll talk a little transfer portal. That sounds good to you, Mike. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, Tomcat, I'm good, whatever. Says, I, I'm not sure he, he didn't give a name or they didn't give a name. Do you think we're still in the running for the offensive lineman from Pensacola, or has that door closed? I don't know who uh, you're referring to, Tomcat. You might want to look them up and then send in another question. I don't know who you're you're talking about. I know they have Jonathan Daniels, who's from Pensacola, is committed to him. He is he is coming, so <laughs> he is committed and he is going to be there. But <clears throat> outside of that, I don't. You have to give me a name uh, to what you're referring to. I don't. That doesn't pop in my head. A kid from uh, Pensacola, off off the top of my head, that. I think you're referring to. So uh, just find me a name and, and I can help you out. I'm still in uh, director mode behind the scenes. I, I just banned <laughs> yeah. the Miami fan in the chat, guys. Don't Good. worry. I got you. Uh, let's shift our focus to, to transfer portal here. Uh, looking at Florida State and who they've lost, I believe it's up to 14 or 15 now. Most recently, yesterday, uh, linebacker DJ Lundy, running back Rodney Hill, announced via Twitter or X or whatever the hell it's called that they are entering the portal. Uh, some fans were panicking a little bit, and I understand DJ Lundy, that linebacker depth, that's a position of concern. Rodney Hill had the potential to be the starter next year. But I don't think, again, I'm going to be Mr. Optimist here. I don't think it's time to worry. I saw on Twitter today that Oklahoma has their entire offensive line in the transfer portal right now, for example. So don't worry, guys. Uh, transfer portal news, what are, what are you hearing about the portal uh, that you kind of want to lead with nuggets-wise, Michael, uh, to yeah. start off our transfer portal talk? Well, I think the first thing to mention is neither Lundy or uh, Rodney are in the portal mm -hmm. right now. They're planning to, 
and we've seen guys plan to. Uh, you know, we right. saw right. last year where Joshua Farmer was actually in it, then pulled back out. Obviously, sick with FSU. So, I think that's a thing to consider. People forget like that part of it that you have to wait till they're in there, and then there's there's stuff that goes on where they're talking and and seeing how it goes and and go from there. But I think that's the first thing. Uh, both of them, yes. Uh, you know, DJ was a starter, uh, moved from reserve to starter, uh, used more. I think it was more Tatum and Bethune, but DJ was a nice third guy to have that really came in there, certainly helped him in run support. He certainly has value with that. Um, but at the same time, I don't know what the market's going to be for either one of those guys because, yeah, Rodney has a lot of potential and skill, but, I mean, he had like 150 yards, you know, last year in – a lot of, and you got a good amount of carries. So not, not downgrade. I love Rodney. I think his skill is awesome. He's been awesome to me. He's a great kid and all, but I think we have to wait and see on, on that stuff and how it develops both from the NIL perspective and just overall what they see out there as far as teams they look at. So I think that's the other thing I would start with just obviously, unless you're under a rock, uh, everyone knows there's two quarterbacks visiting this weekend. Um, Cam Ward might be here as I as as I do this this thing. Uh, he's supposed to be here in the evening. Um, obviously, the media stuff is more more so Friday, and then um, you know DJ arrives later uh, Friday. But then most of his stuff is Saturday, as we we've reported several times on on War Chant. Um, obviously, both of them are very very great quarterbacks that FSU has a good relationship, and they've certainly made coveted in this process. I personally prefer Cam Ward just because he's a little more dynamic. Um, he can add more to your offense of different things. It's not a big adjustment to what you had with Jordan Travis, although it's more probably you're more comfortable with the passing and just the feeling in the pocket of, of stuff that Cam Ward does. Um, but I think and then with DJ, it's more um, very good weapon, had a very good uh, year at, at Oregon State, a guy that from an offensive standpoint, you wouldn't have to adjust as much um, because he's very comfortable running that. That pro style set, he certainly uh, can do the read option if you need him to, and and he can certainly you know uh, you know you know get the ball out to different playmakers in, in the ways that you want. Uh, I just think for Cam, it's a little more explosive. But I think either one of them to me would be a home run because you caught like DJ's coming off a great year, and then Cam's uh, you know the excitement level is is off the chart, and I think both of them have a very impactful. Um, you know, move for FSU and recruiting, you know, because whether you get one or the other, I think maybe Cam a little bit more, but I think both of them would certainly move the needle for top receivers, whether it's 2024 or 2025, that you would make an impact for. Um, so I think either one of them impact your program significantly because people know who potentially could be the guy, you know, going forward um, in their future. If they're coming to FSU, whether that's a commit or, you know, or, or a guy that could likely commit to FSU, I think that's important. But I think either one of them would work. Um, I think with DJ, there's lesser less to I sell. I would think um, just uh, you know just the feeling I get that FSU seems to be in a good spot with DJ. And then with Cam, I think he's very he's very intrigued and excited about kind of what this offense looks like. And certainly FSU can and do a lot as far as talking about quarterback development. They can kind of you know go through the stuff they went with Jordan Travis and 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 the similarities and and how they fit and so I think that will resonate a lot with with a guy like Cam. So it's a it's an interesting dynamic. Um, I'm going to be at more 
probably uh, tomorrow first thing, and then and then um, what'll be interesting is if we spot them at the same place. Uh, that would be interesting. I would I would love to. <laughs> that would be kind of a funny dynamic. But uh, overall, I think um, you know it's going to be a big weekend, and and certainly will be fun. And um, and uh, I think it's just something I'm monitoring as far as you know which one looks like it's going to happen. I will say, I do think they're going to add a quarterback uh, from the transfer portal. I know that's not really going to limp too much with people, but I, I feel like it's going to be one of these two guys. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of where we're at because I think we're at stage where the relationships are there. The selling of the product is there. I think both of these guys would covet a, a place like FSU. And now it's just about what you can do. And two, it's a, it's, it's basically an interview too for the kids you know, or the players. Right. I should say kids are in college now, but it's an interview for the players of sell, showing yourself of, why this is you for you, why this is the best place for you. I think they'll do a lot of that. So it's not just you trying to roll the red carpet out and lay out what your program is. I think by now, 13, you know, uh, you know, had a Heisman candidate, uh, great offense, offense scored nearly 30 points a game when Jordan was healthy and <laughs> all that stuff kind of speaks for itself. So I think the big part is what do you see in there of how, you fit in there, you know, sell us why you're the guy, you know, why, why you should be guy. So I think that's other thing. It's not just, I think people view it sometimes as just being one-sided. And a lot of times that's kind of a mistake. Some people make that there's two sides of this, of of when these kids are coming on visits, they're coming on visits too, to see one, how they feel about it, but also how the school feels about you. Cause we've had several times where there's been official visitors and then they officially visit that are from the portal and FSU's like nice kid. Great talent, film checks out, but you know what? Might not be just for us. So that's what we have to go through, and that's why I haven't picked one or the other that, hey, it's going to be mm. this guy or it's going to be that guy. It's like we have to wait and see how the visits go. Feels like a good time to uh, promote an upcoming signing day sale that will start tomorrow, warchant.com. Unlimited access and scoop, fifty four ninety nine for one year. Uh, while we're on the subject of Transfer Portal, Wanted to give a shout out to our Matt Lassayer, man. He's doing a great job. Uh, they, called him, they called him ML2 on the uh, premium recruiting. <laughs> oh, he's not an ML. He He's his own. Matt's his own guy. Um, I cannot be, I cannot say enough great things about what he's done. He came to me and he's like, look, I want the portal. Like, I was like, you handle this? He's like, yeah, I can handle it. He's done great. Now, I've, hel- I've helped him. When there's something comes an intel on my desk and, and I've shared stuff, but I've mainly let Matt kind of orchestrate stuff. He's got really good stuff on there. He's got a written, you know, kind of, uh, you know, contact or whatever, uh, who interests. And then he, and he has a more organized list, which I don't think anybody has. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody has where he's he's organized who's the priorities and he lists all of them. And then he's done a great job of getting up with a lot of these guys and tracking it down and seeing what's going on. So, Matt's his own man, guys. He's no ML2. He's not a second of me. I don't try to make him me. I just, I want him. It's the first thing I told Matt is like, I want you to be who you are, you know, and, and Matt's done a tremendous job. He's taken the the bull by the horns with that transfer portal. And I think he's done a, a great job. And, and like I said, some of this stuff's not easy to always confirm, you know, to what's happening, who's visiting who, what coach is going to see him. It's like a lot of times coaches want this stuff quiet. So yeah. You have to check on that stuff to make sure that, 
hey, is this okay? And, and so there's a lot of checking and digging and researching that sometimes it hurts FSU when you mention it too much of, of who they're, you know, where they're at and stuff like that. So Matt's really careful with that stuff, does a really good job. And um, I couldn't be more excited about, you know, the coverage of, of Portal. And certainly they got two big ones that are visiting uh, this weekend that, you know, certainly we have mentioned from the start that I feel like, um, you know, be a big weekend overall to find out, hey, who, who's it going to be if it is down to those two. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw on the channel, of course, if you're a subscriber here on Warchant TV, I'm sure you have. Uh, we did a transfer portal tracker video. I say we, I edited the video. It was all Matt. Matt did all the work behind that. But that's been going to become a, a two or three time a week thing here over the next couple of weeks. So definitely make sure you hit that like button, subscribe to the channel so you don't miss out on those videos. Uh, Matt and I were talking with Tom Lang today about how often we were going to put those out. So excited. We'll have several coming out, uh, probably one as early as Friday or Saturday uh, with some transfer portal updates and then several coming next week. Also, uh, James B. Michael Langston, he says, Michael, what are your thoughts on these players using social media as a bargaining tool? It seems to be a trend now. Big thanks to James B. hundred dollars yeah. in the bucket. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thanks, James, for that. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't think you solve anything. I don't think you help the negotiation part. And I don't think it helps you with your future negotiation partners that you have with whatever, uh, you know, school that you might be interested in. It can kind of get puts a doubt in their mind of, you know, is this going to be a problem? You know, uh, when you're voicing your stuff on social media, I think sometimes it's just better just to keep things behind the, uh, keep things behind the scene of, of the people that are involved in it. Um, but I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, I hope it doesn't come with trend, James, but uh, I'm definitely not a fan of of doing your business like that. I like this one from Florida Man in Texas. This is a fun one. He says, what does Michael's schedule look like for this crazy window? <laughs> Three hours of sleep and jacked up on vitamin energy for early signing day? I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just always around. I, 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 uh, I attribute it to a doctor on call. That's kind of me. Uh, I'm always, I'm up late. People know that. Yeah. Um, and so I do a lot of stuff just, um, you know, behind, and, and you get a lot of your best work done when you're doing it late at night. So that's a lot of times I do a lot of work. Um, but yeah, my schedule is relentless Florida, man. I mean, my, I've had to charge my phone up three different times a day and I have a really good phone. Um, and, uh, it's phenomenal and, um, and everything, but, uh, it, it's constantly checking it, constantly checking on things. Uh, and, then updating either on the boards or having or Matt does it. Um, just um, my schedule is is pretty relentless. Uh, obviously, there's a few hours you get with an hour or two, maybe with your, your wife and family. But outside of that, it's just I'm locked in on the grind. Um, so whatever was going on, I'm I'm on it. So uh, and and I see all your answers in there, guys. The people that are doubting L.J. McCray, I'm telling you guys, they're a major factor. You don't have to believe me. That's fine. I don't care, but I'm telling you, you could put all your comments on there. Hey, he ain't coming here. That's cool. But there is a very legit chance uh, with FSU and McCray. I'm not saying he's coming. I didn't mention that. I just told you kind of what, what I'm hearing. But uh, for those people, just think it's, it's oh, if it didn't, okay, FSU, it's got to be Auburn. It's like, no, it's, it's FSU's very involved, very, like very much in the picture. Now, will they get it done? We'll see, you know, that I'll, I'll wait and see on the Intel, but I, I just, I, I mean, I just, 
I don't know. I, I, I get the pessimism, but it's like... Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. That, that's what that's what I've been told as far as uh, what I'm hearing, that FSU is very much uh, a factor in that one, and it's definitely, without question, a possibility. <laughs> little little like, throwback for you there, Michael. I like that. I like that. Have it slept. Yeah, that was, one of my, that was one of my uh, favorite times. I loved uh, doing Florida varsity. I did that when I was at uh, another outlet uh, at Rivals, and um, I love my time at Florida varsity. That's kind of where it started. That's where Gene kind of came to me and said, hey, what do you think about this? And That's when you entered the transfer portal. Yeah, that's when my wife said, well, there's no decision to make. You're working for War Chance. She <laughs> told me. She didn't even let me de- decipher it, which there wasn't much deciphering. I mean, people know how I feel about Florida State, so it wasn't much to really uh, break down. So once that moment, um, Gene wanted me, and I was like, hey, is, is a match made in heaven because – I've lived here all my life. I know a lot of, of certain things around FSU that I experienced it all. So, yeah, that was that was a good old time, though, about Florida varsity. A uh, little transfer portal talk. A lot yeah. of people are excited about this. It could be a potential legacy guy uh, yeah. coming over from Georgia. That's Marvin Jones Jr. I think he just entered yesterday, maybe. Right, right. Uh, or two Last days night. ago. Uh, so night. are you hearing any buzz circulating about Marvin Jones Jr.? Yeah, there's been plenty of buzz for him well before that. I'd probably say for a month or a month and a half, uh, I was told like he was going to go in there. Now you kind of hear that all the time. You're kind of like, okay, we'll wait and see if it happens. But it, it got louder and louder uh, probably four weeks away from whenever he did this uh, you know, this week. And and then the, the message I got was, you know, FSU is a serious player. Now he's visiting this weekend officially. Um, I think this one – as long as things check off, and I'll cover it in the preview. I'm not going to explain to everyone what I'm going to put in the preview, but I do think if it does go well, I could th- see it going uh, quick. Um, certainly, um, FSU has a need at, at defensive end. Uh, I will say this. with There are other guys that have more early impact than, than Marvin, but he's a guy that overall skill set – of how it develops. He's played a lot. He's certainly got a lot of playing time, even at Georgia in his time there. But I think uh, when you fine tune uh, some of that skills, I think he's a guy that can really help you make an impact. Just don't know if it's going to be like immediately. I think it'll be kind of 
almost Patrick Payton like where it's like where we saw his emergence happen a little bit more, you know, the previous year and then this year it really took off, you know, and so I think it's kind of similar to that. But I think he he would be a fantastic addition. And I I said before, I, I do like where they sit, you know, in this recruitment. Um I've liked it before he visited and now with the visit being scheduled that quickly, I think that kind of tells you it's kind of moving a little quicker than most people thought. So I think he's a guy that you can certainly use at the defensive end position. I, I love him the most at defensive end. I've watched him when he was at American Heritage. I just think he adds a lot of, as far as the way he get his get off and, and the way he can get after the quarterback. I just think you have to fine tune some things from a technique standpoint that needs to be better with this game. He's not a full impact immediate guy for people that are thinking that it's not it, but I think you put him in there at that end and buck linebacker position. I think he's going to be a, a really good fit. If FSU can win him over and, and, and knock it out and bring uh, MJJ back home and uh, we'll go from there and see how that goes. But I do think going into the visit, it's, I'd say it's positive. Uh, let's go to a question on the premium recu- recruiting boards now. I said I was going to try and work some in. Uh, we touched on this a little bit earlier. Oh, I just lost it there. Sorry, guys. There we go. <laughs> Don okay. Noel one. Uh, okay. What's our answer for defensive tackle recruiting beyond Denos White? Uh, well, there's several questions here. I was going to just ask you the first one, but feel free okay. to answer those other ones if you'd like, Michael. Well, I'm going to answer them later. Uh, <laughs> probably get some dinner and then I'll answer all your questions afterwards. But yeah, I think it's mainly LJ McCray and Denos White. I think that's that that's where they're at. And then obviously they're going to add, I think, some guys in the portal. Certainly when you lose some of the players like you know Malcolm Ray and, and guys like that, you're going to you want to add your depth and, and finalize it. You know, guys like Fisk and and um, you know, different pieces on your line that you have to play. So I think either way, they're going to go high school and they're going to go portal. So I think it's mainly those two as far as high school and then portal. I think they'll get into heavy with that as the as we go on with this process, uh, you know, for this portal window in December and in the January or during January. Uh, Paul Feinbaum is on the screen uh, because of the ad. We're, so, we're sorry, guys. We'll get him get off. Get that there. piece of crap off my screen. I don't even want to look at that face. We'll, Thank we'll you. get him off there now. Uh, but yeah, Michael said he will answer your uh, questions later on tonight on the premium recruiting board if you're waiting for that. But yeah, if you want to, yeah, want to throw some questions there, you can. Uh, it's up to you, Ben. Um, but yeah, I will definitely get to all of them. I always do after the, uh, the recruiting chat's over. So. But if you want to take some from off that, I don't mind it. Or take some off the people that are actually here, too. Uh, you can take some. Whatever Absolutely. whatever uh, floats your boat. Drop your questions in the comments if you have any more for us. I know we talked uh, Transfer Portal earlier. Uh, Carter Smith, who visited uh, Florida State yeah. a couple days ago, he has decided to remain at Indiana. So uh, That's always interesting. That that comes off the board. Yeah, if you, if you watch Coach speak, uh, that's kind of a surprise probably to some. Uh, we had Indiana's coach on there last week. Uh, what else can you tell us about the transfer portal? Is there any other names that we haven't mentioned maybe that you want to touch Ooh. on? Um, no, I think um, I've, we've covered most of them there. Um, I think uh, you certainly have the Samuel Coloni kid. Uh, that Kaluna, if I'm messing up your name, I'm sorry, man. These names, they come out of the portal are, are crazy. But uh, from Pittsburgh, he visited officially last weekend. I still think there's a a legit shot there. Kyle Kennard visited last weekend. I felt after that visit, it was looking good, but now yeah. I'm hearing, you know, earlier today, this afternoon that South Carolina was the team that's trending in that recruitment. So that one likely 
won't happen, but I think there's a lot of defensive ends out there. I think there'll be a lot more that we we target and mention. I think you'll see a lot more visit. Um, so I think they're 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 going to get their plan as far as you know attacking that edge, you know, and getting I I think probably around three now. Um, so I think there'll definitely be two or three in in this class. But um, I would not like I said I tell people when it comes to portal, do not worry, do not panic. They, they they have a plan of what they're doing. Uh, all this is is expected. They know they know what's going on. They know what they have, and they know you know where they sit. And I think FSU is going to get some pretty solid uh, edge guys when, when it's all said and done. They've kind of dubbed Mike Norvell the transfer portal king. Uh, look at the rankings over the last two years. That's as far back as it goes on the on three database. Yep. Twenty twenty, Florida State was the thirty third ranked team. Twenty twenty three. They're 11th. I think they had a mid-30s now, but it's way too early to tell, Michael. Is there like a certain window uh, for the transfer portal in terms of, of getting guys, or is that kind of just going to happen sporadically over it, these next couple weeks? I think it's into January, but I don't know the exact date. You know, somebody can pull it up. I forget. I think it goes into January, and then that's the where the first window is cut off. There's, there's a couple windows. Uh, so um, I forget the second window when it starts. Uh, wasn't prepared <laughs> Yes, that window question, but um, I do know the first one lasts till, you know, around January, January 2nd, somebody says. So I'm going to take Joseph at your word. Joseph, I'm going to trust you. So there you go. Thank you, Joseph. We appreciate you that. Uh, Young Bleak asks, any concerns with Lester in Colorado? We haven't talked about Charles Lester. Yeah. I think we've kind of assumed that he's locked in. Is that the case, Michael? Yeah, I, I feel good um, about about the situation now. But I did get a lot of – I wouldn't say they're all nice, um, but you know, a few of them were just kind of <laughs> viral emails of you know mentioning what I mentioned over the weekend that you know, Dion was trying to pull some stuff behind the scenes of – maybe influence another kid to influence Charles to go there. I think they're still good. Uh, he is actually, last time I checked, he is still at FSU. I think he's supposed to be there this weekend and even the following weekend. So I think everything points to, you know, he will be signing at FSU. They did an in-home with him, and uh, I think it went really well, uh, as you would expect, and uh, everything points to him. It's not going to be – I'm not even going to mention the guy that did it before, but um, – you know, I think things look good uh, that he will be uh, a part of this class. Our guy, Matt, he clarifies, ends January 2nd to enter. Other window is April go. 15th to April 30th. Matt, always on it. Good job, we appreciate Matt. you, Matt. Uh, Jim asks, this is a, a nice hypothetical question for okay. you. Uh, Mike, if you were the coach, who will you sign, Ward or DJU, and who will you pair them up with in the portal? <laughs> uh who they pair up in the portal, I don't know. Uh, but um, definitely, um, I think they're both incredible. And I've said this, and I think people know my feelings. Like, I would, for me, Cam Ward is the guy for me. Like, when I watch him, um, it's a different dynamic of, of, to me, you want the quarterback position is the most important because that just affects everybody. Um, but I, I'm great with both of them. As a coach, I would be great with both of them. But if I you hold a gun in my head and I had to pick one, I would pick Cam just because I think he's a little more dynamic. All right. I like it. Uh, shout out to HCA32. Says, thanks to y'all for inspiring me to get into sports media and start my own podcast. That's pretty cool. Give him a little shout out there. Easy living 24-7. Which high school recruit can make an instant impact in 2024, in your opinion? Thanks again for all you do, Michael. 
Well, I appreciate that, Easy. Uh, without question, K.J. Bolton. That's mm -hmm. why I feel like he's the most important one. He's officially visiting this weekend. I think you want to see lock that down. I think FSU's going to want to know, like, hey, you coming? We, we got it? Or are we good? Um, you know, and, and everything feels like it is. But uh, for me, it's K.J. Bolton. I think K.J. can immediately – you can insert him. Um, certainly, they lose a few defensive backs uh, to graduation or whatnot. Um, so I think that will be the guy that I feel like you could just jump right in there. I think he would be the medium impact guy. I think that's the guy for me, uh, for sure, if I was picking one. And then, uh, you know, as far as others, I mean, it really just depends on kind of what the rest of they get. Uh, <laughs> certainly, if you, you pull either Jeremiah or LJ, I think with Jeremiah, really, no doubt, um, I think he's going to be an immediate impact guy, you know, because – you know, I, in just my personal opinion, I think somebody's losing their job, you know, when Jeremiah comes in there. Because I've seen this kid physically all the way there, uh, just does stuff that, that other guys can't do. He's just so elite and, and, and to another level. Um, so uh, for me, uh, yeah, if you somehow pull Jeremiah, it would definitely be Jeremiah and KJ. But um, certainly uh, KJ on the defensive side for me, um, that's the guy. So. But uh, that's that will be that will be my feeling easy. Angelo, we appreciate you. He's asking about Ohio State wide receiver Julian Fleming. Have you heard anything regarding Fleming? He entered ten days ago. Yeah, I'd heard he visited Georgia, um, and he was visiting somewhere else. Um, it might be Nebraska or Oregon or somebody. Uh, I, I haven't heard anything regarding FSU. Uh, really good receiver. Um, certainly would be a great fit with FSU. I haven't heard any like buzz around FSU. I heard they were intrigued with him. Um, but I haven't heard anything like it's serious where they went to see him or stuff like that. I, I will add from the portal. I do think they will, if it's the right guy, uh, they will take a running back. I think Jaquavius Marks is one that I'd heard buzz around uh, during the week um, that he's a guy to keep your eye on because they had previously recruited him. So he's a guy that you kind of want to keep your eye on. Um, so, uh, but outside of that, uh, as far as Julian, I haven't heard anything like really serious yet, Angelo with FSU with him, but he would be a phenomenal choice. Like, I think, I think everyone could, I think everyone would co-sign for that. Uh, he's certainly a, a great receiver and it's hard when you're playing with Marvin Harrison jr. Yeah. And, and he certainly didn't feel like you didn't feel like he was such a drop down. I mean, he was, he was certainly a big weapon for. Ohio State. So, yeah, I think uh, certainly um, Fleming would be a, a nice ad. Z-Chan, our guy, he says, since everyone is so worried, what's your opinion on transfer linemen versus high school recruit linemen? Is it better to get proven players than focusing on unproven high school talent? Z-Chan, we appreciate your contribution, as always. Yeah, I mean, I'm always a, a now guy, so I'm going to say prove it now uh, because you don't know – like I said, these guys can leave at any time that, you know, from high school, it's like, you know, so somehow Armando Buck could go there and then he hate it, thinks he's miserable and then leave it like the first year. So I'm always big on, you know, for linemen uh, to have the portal linemen. I just really prefer that you want top tier guys. So you want to be able to mesh your your growth as far as, uh, you know, FSU has two really good ones I love and, and Jalen Early and Julian Armella. I think they're you're ready to go in there and contribute. So I think you want to have guys that you can develop in there. But I think from an immediate impact, I think you know certainly the portal is is way you have to go. We've seen that on the defensive side with Fisk, 
um, certainly George, Jared Verse and, and, and certainly other guys. So I think if you're looking for immediate impact, that's the kind of guy. But I think it really just works both ways. Um, see, I mean, really just uh, because it's like it depends on what your depth is below those top tier guys like Fisk and Jackson and, and all those other guys. So if you don't have the depth, then I think high school is more important. But if you don't, if you do have the depth, I, I, I think you have to get top premier guys that are going to help you right now. Uh, to that point, James B asks, uh, Michael, do you know if Daryl Jackson has gone through his NFL draft evaluation and uh, what his status potentially is? I know that might be uh, out I, of the realm a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's a little out of my <laughs> realm. I haven't heard anything, James, as far as uh, that. I mean, I'm assuming that he's focused on, one, the bowl game, and then, two, uh, coming back because he doesn't have a lot of film to go on. Um, so I can't imagine the NFL evaluation would be really high you know, for him. Um, so that's kind of my assumption of, of where, where it stands with him as far as going into the following season. Uh, Tom Cat asked a great question earlier, asking another one here. Michael, if they don't land Jeremiah Smith, do you think the staff would go out and get one wide receiver like they did Keon Coleman this past year, potentially? Oh, I mean, I think they're, whether they get Jeremiah or not, I think they're going to go get a portal receiver. You know, I do think that's going to happen because they don't have experience. So, whether they get Jeremiah or not, I think they're going to get um, a Porter receiver, I think, or that's the plan to get one. Um, so whether they get Jeremiah or not doesn't affect uh, what I think, because they still need an experienced guy. So I think overall, you want that experience. you got to have uh, guys that, you know, we've saw, we've seen how much that helps FSU's roster when you have somebody like a Keon Coleman or somebody that's experienced, that's been through the, the battles and, Certainly those guys, like young guys like, you know, Hakeem Williams, you have Ja'Kai Douglas, you have Jandravius Jacobs, you have Portier, uh, Portier, Portier. Um, you also have just so many guys, you know, but you want that experienced guy to kind of calm the group down and have everyone in the right direction. So I think, um, I think overall, um, yeah, I do think they will add a portal kid overall, whether they get Jeremiah or not. I like this from Steven. I was kind of curious about this earlier, but I forgot to ask you your thoughts, Michael. Does adding DJU or Cam Ward before signing day help your chances with Jeremiah Smith? I would imagine yes. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's no question. Uh, Jeremiah's told me many times he's looking at the quarterback position of what teams have. Um, so, yeah, it's a big deal. Uh, whatever, whatever quarterback, if it is one of those two. Yeah, if you get one of those guys, it's a big deal. It's going to matter. It's going to you know, it's going to move the needle. It's certainly going to make an impression. Is it going to make his for his decision? Yeah, I think it's just part of it, but it's certainly a very important part uh, for him. He's he's highlighted that to me. Florida man in Texas has some news for us. I don't know if you've heard anything about this or not. He says 2025 number one defensive lineman Amari Williams just reclassified to 2024 and scheduled an FSU visit. Have you heard anything about that, Mike? Uh, I've been on with you, so uh, obviously I can't <laughs> check on that stuff. But uh, I would uh, I would assume he's he's correct. I'll I'll look it up. I'll let Matt check on that. Um, but uh, I haven't heard that. Uh, uh, but I know that's a guy they've coveted and liked, and certainly that would be a big development for FSU, especially after uh, the Armando Blunt news, and and certainly that would be big news of uh, getting him on campus. And uh, I, like I say, he's a guy that's really liked FSU a lot. Uh, he's been on their uh, FSU a few times. So I'll have Matt check on that. Maybe Matt could chime into the chat. Um, 
Um, and then after that, I might uh, address it a little bit more once I do a little, uh, you know, digging. Florida Man in Texas, if you're on the premium recruiting board, head over there. Michael is going to take some questions after he eats dinner. Uh, yeah. We've got to give my guy a break. He's been going hard for yeah, the last several bit. weeks. So uh, he's got to get some dinner, got to get some fuel in him uh, for the late night grind that's coming out. Uh, yeah, I, I will say this. Like, they, uh, my FSU t- Intel told me there's going to be one or there could be one or two more. They didn't tell me names. Uh, they did tell me uh, one of them potentially is a defensive end position, but they wouldn't tell me who. So um, that kind of would make sense on, on what I was, I was told earlier, but um, just didn't have the name, but um, that's interesting. Um, certainly a really good prospect and one that could certainly very much help uh, FSU out a lot uh, if they could pull that off. But um, I will check into that and uh, I'm sure Matt's looking into it and, and going from there, but uh, I'll look into it and see uh, what I can find. Uh, as we wind down, uh, Michael, if you want to kind of summarize your thoughts, uh, where everything's at, we'll take one or two more questions if you guys want to drop some quickly in the chat. But just to kind of wrap things up, Michael, uh, what's kind of your outlook on, on where Florida State is at right now, you know, as we're into the final week before early signing day? Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's overall, it's it's good. Uh, it's not what perfect what you wanted. Uh, certainly the blunt news is a really big downer because that's a – the big position to need and it, it kind of sucks booty. Um, but, uh, it's not good. I mean, you don't like it, but overall, um, uh, you, you like the way things are trending uh, on certain, uh, recruitments, uh, based on the Intel I have, but obviously you got to finish it off and get the guys that are already committed and finalize that on December 20th. But overall I feel good. I, I I'm certainly not concerned uh, in remotely with, um, the portal at all. Uh, I, I know what they do and I know, you have things that are going behind the scenes and how confident uh, FSU is and what they're going to get. Um, so I feel good about the portal. And if they get who, you know, the good things we're hearing, then, you know, uh, certainly it's going to be a very, very fun day uh, for FSU fans. If, if that turns out, you know, say they get an LJ McCray or Jeremiah Smith. Yeah. Any, any scenario, that's a phenomenal, you know, day and, and certainly class, but um, I will, uh, I think everything is, is close to on, plan of what's going on but overall uh certainly we'll have a lot more i'll have my preview coming up um i think uh we'll have a preview on that certainly it sounds like i'm i'm gonna have to check and maybe add one or two more on there as far as official visit but um overall i think it's fine ben i think uh i think yeah the news is a downer on blunt but at the same time you got to see what else they get uh you know i mentioned marvin jones i mentioned all these other portal guys uh quarterbacks you know, I, my main thing is I think it'll be a big deal. I'm not saying FSU needs to push for it, but everything works out and it clicks and, and you see something with one of those quarterbacks. I think um, it would be a big deal if FSU got a, a quarterback in the fold this weekend. I think that would I think that would help them both with high school recruiting and to just uh, solidify. It's kind of like once you get one transfer and you start rolling, the momentum starts picking up with that. So I think that would be a big deal for them if they can, you know, get that done. Uh, obviously, we're not going to name everyone, but maybe who are some headliners in terms of visitors coming in this weekend for Jane? Yeah, I think it's like, I want to say it's eight now. Um, obviously, the commits you have coming in is is Manisa Itt, uh, offensive lineman from uh, four-star out of California. He will be there. 
Um, Cam Davis is also taking his official visit this weekend. I've already pointed out K.J. Bowen will be there on official visit. Um, the two portal quarterbacks will be there and Cam Ward and, and DJ. And then you and then you have Marvin Jones also coming in. Um, those are, I think, some of them. There's about eight of them, guys, that's listed on War Channel. How many did I go through, Ben? How many was that? Oh, uh, I would say probably about eight or nine. I, yeah, I, I mean, it's close. I mean, eight. I think it's eight. So, yeah, if you go over there on the PRB on my uh, you know breakdown, I, I put the list, and we'll have a preview up soon. But I think it's around eight. Could be up to nine, uh, depending on you know uh, you know more confirmation on certain guys. But uh, I think I covered uh, most of. Them. I, I'll say wide receiver Lawey McCoy commitment. He will also be there, and then Jamari Howard. So I think that finalizes kind of the the eight um, that we know. And then if Amari Williams is visiting, then that'll make it uh, nine. Um, so yeah, very busy weekend. Um, no, I haven't heard anything about Carmani McLean uh, <laughs> leaving Colorado. I don't know if you want somebody from Colorado to be honest, but um, just saying, but I have not heard that. Um, so, uh, but overall that's kind of what we have right now. But again, this stuff is so fluid that there's more additions consistently popping. Uh, Dave, we mentioned this at about the 35, 40 minute mark. We don't want to be redundant yeah. here. If you want to go back after we uh, wrap up here on the show, make sure you check out Coach Speak as well. Uh, we're going to highlight this promotion that we have starting tomorrow. Uh, that is tomorrow, December 14th. Oh, wait, I put the wrong date on there. Today's the 14th. Tomorrow is the 15th. That's <laughs> when this starts. Uh, it's the signing day sale, unlimited access, and scoop $54.99 for one year. Uh, promo will wanna run up to early signing day on Wednesday. Michael's going to be super busy. Matt's going to be super busy. We're all going to be busy bringing you Florida State recruiting content and more. Uh, so make sure you check that promo out. Head over to the Premium Recruiting Board if you have any questions that didn't get answered. Uh, Michael's going to get some dinner. Guys, wondering what's going to be on your plate for dinner. What do you got? What do you got cooking up? I don't tonight? know. My wife is uh, you hooking me up with something, but she hasn't told me what. So uh, I'll have that shortly, and then. I'll certainly get to your questions. And if I have time, guys, I will try to do a summary, kind of a small summary of what we talked about, if I have a, a little moment. Um, but uh, I'll get to your questions. But um, certainly I need to check on what Florida Texan brought in there. So I need to yeah. you know, see what's going on there. But overall, I think um, you know, should be a busy time. We'll obviously have certain predictions and then uh, you know different features coming up as we close into that signing day and then certainly wall-to-wall coverage on uh the the visits uh you know starting um you know this uh weekend you know on friday with all the guys arriving and we'll 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 do what we usually do we'll give you everything uh, that's going on i'll have certainly another war room and recruiting wrap on on this weekend and and hopefully i'm sharing some very good news with you guys uh either it's commitment or whatnot but i will let you guys know and um like I said, we have a ton of stuff coming up. Appreciate all you guys who contributed with questions. Uh, James B. and Z. Chan, who contributed as well. Uh, we greatly appreciate all of you, and uh, thanks for joining us for another recruiting chat. I'm sure we'll have a recap coming uh, next week. I don't know if it'll be Michael and I, but if it is, we'll see you <laughs> next week, and uh, hopefully we'll have some good news for you. Uh, remain optimistic. Be positive, guys. It's going to be a great week. We're excited, and uh, thank you guys again. Uh, we'll see you back on War Chan TV here soon.